0: God bless the women with ambition. We have something special. And if you don't have an ambitious chick in your life, you better get one. (laughs) What's up? It's your girl, Candy Hustle, and you are now tuned in to Dope Chick with Ambition podcast. Let's go. So welcome back, guys. We are now rolling with episode 20. And for this episode, I wanted to connect with my um younger listeners because I, I don't know about you guys. Um, I like having a connection with the youth. I've never been the older girl that, that didn't embrace anyone younger, um, just because I was young before, right? And I always looked up to um the older girls. They inspire me. And not saying that you have to be a hundred percent a role model, but they, they do look at um what we do, you know, as a senior in high school or you know even a sophomore you know you're you're the person that's before the the freshman right so I was doing my research I'm looking for somebody I'm like I need a great guest um that's you know on the road to success ambitious and just focused and I came across this young lady her name is Milan Amani now you guys know my guy baby name is Milan so anybody named Milan I'm already like <laughs> I like her. Okay. And then I'm looking at her page and I think I think she's a Scorpio too because, you know, I'm a Scorpio and if she's a Scorpio, then I'm like, I really want her. <laughs> so I have someone on the line. Her name is Milan Amani. She is the CEO of We Are The New Atlanta. Milan, hi. Hi,
1: how are you?
0: <laughs> I am good. Thank you so much for um, taking out time speaking with me this morning.
1: No problem. I'm honored.
0: Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I wanted to bring you on because um, my podcast is geared towards um, female entrepreneurs and just females overall. And um, yeah. typically I get I've, my past guests. We've all usually been in the same age group, but our youth, you guys have something to say. And she's not super young guys, but um, she's younger than I. Um, so I see while I was doing my research, you started off your career as an entrepreneur in high school yeah okay so at what what is that like 17 18 or what, like 15 or yeah 16? I was
1: definitely around like uh 16 16 to 17 initially when I first started
0: off okay so can you tell me a little bit more about your journey so far
1: yeah so uh that was actually about like four to five years ago which is crazy now that I think about it but um I believe it was around 2016 2017 I was Roughly junior or senior high, school. I can't remember exactly at the time. But I was in the stage of, like, you know, what are my next steps in life? Like, do I apply to college? Uh, Am I going to a local community school? Like, what are my next steps? And, of course, living in the city of Atlanta, um, which is, you know, the number one state for for black entrepreneurship, I just saw, like, this trend, I guess I would say, back then. Um, well, that's all I knew it was, was a trend of, like, entrepreneurship. And, like, it was these young, Black, creatives and just people, like, on their own, making their own money, making their own schedules, being on their own time. And I was really intrigued. I um, mean, at the time, I had a mentor by the name of Makeup by Oz, and she is and was back then a celebrity, um, hair like, hairstylist, makeup artist, lash, esthetician, everything you name it. And so just, I would literally leave high school, go be with her at the shop. And the shop was just filled with just black, like, black greatness. And I just saw people, um, I saw what it was like to kind of work for yourself. So at the time, um, of course, at that age, I'm like, what business could I start? And I just sat on my mom's bed. And initially I thought of a clothing brand. And so my initial thoughts were, I'm going to create this clothing brand called The New Atlanta and have, like, all these cool, young, influential people on social media, Larry, I'm going to make a million dollars. Like, that's how I basically thought. And initially, through the process of selling the clothing brands, I would curate pop-up shops. And in my eyes, I was like, okay, this is where people come. I sell the merch. That's just that. But really, like, a two-hour event would turn into a four-hour event. And people weren't really coming for the clothing. People were really coming to see, like, who. Who of the younger generation was there, and so I had a room filled with like the young photographers, the young publicists, or the aspiring ones, aspiring models, aspiring uh, business owners, and it would it just turns into this like big kind of meet and greet. And with that, I took it on like okay, this is something like I have something with this, and through that, um, I just started curating networking events. And that's where I found my passion with Me at the New Atlanta of creating safe networking spaces for, you know, young creatives. probably I will roughly say under the age of 25 in the city of Atlanta who just need a safe room to just share ideas and connect.
0: Nice. I love everything about that because um, you, you had a vision. You just didn't really know exactly how it would turn out, but you knew you wanted to be. Um, in entrepreneurship right. and you wanted to work for yourself. So, yes. can I confirm, are are, are, you a, are you a Scorpio or no? Yes,
1: I am a Scorpio. And, oh, <laughs> oh, so you're
0: October Scorpio. Okay, I'm in November. So, you know, our season is coming. So, you know, yes. we got to get turned up <laughs> for that. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yes. with you being a Scorpio, I, I don't know if you've been told this ever, but my mentor, she's a Scorpio. She's October 24th. Shout out to Lashana Stanley. Um, she told me from like day one like scorpios aren't meant to work for anybody and not saying that we can't work for people but we are leaders right and we have that um independence about us and we're resourceful so we always get some type of leadership bossed up role and um when i saw that i was like okay she had this she had this type of (laughs) mindset since birth (laughs) so uh, we just take things over, and it's not even like purposely. We just know how to get things done. It's naturally, It's natural, right? (laughs) So I see that you called it the new Atlanta. Um, Everybody's always reminiscing, excuse me, about... The old Atlanta, like, you know, I'm not from yeah. here. Um, so I always hear people, man, the old Atlanta before, you know, all these people moved here. We had the Peachtree Strip. We had the freak yeah. Night, It was going down. What made you want to say, well, y'all always talking about the old Atlanta. I'm going to say the new Atlanta. What made you go with that name?
1: Well, it's so funny because I feel like I get this question a lot and people are, like, expecting this detail, like, about up ideas. Right. And looking back at it now, I was literally, like I said, I was literally 16. Um, like, I was 16 and 15 at the time, and so the New Atlanta isn't very, like, a broad name. It's very, like, it's very generic. So when I thought of it, it was, it's so cliche. So I would say it's something that anybody would roughly think of, and of course, I did my market research. It was actually a show, I think, Pitched by Bravo, uh, yep. called the New Atlanta. So mm-hmm. when I did my licensing for my business and everything, I had to register as we are the New Atlanta. So I always say it's not something that I like really sat down and like pen and paper thought about. It was just came. It just came. It was an idea that came to my head as a, you know, just as a, as a young person. And I think by building the brand and building, you know, the structure behind it and what we Are the New Atlanta stands for. I have been put in a positions like, oh, I am, you know, this kind of. It is this kind of controversy that I was so unaware of as a fifteen-year-old about like the old Atlanta and New Atlanta, and I, right. I hear, I hear talks about it, but I don't even like. It, I don't even like literally go too detailed in thought or, uh, or action about it because it's just like it just. I guess it just is what it is. I don't. I don't understand it myself because. You know, I'm not from that older generation. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was funny. I realized that as I got older and, like, as my brain started to elevate, I'm like, oh, it is a thing called like old Atlanta and oh God, I created the new Atlanta. Like I hope people don't look at me <laughs> a certain
0: class of way for it. Cause that wasn't, of course, the intention. Okay. So it wasn't intended for you to be like, oh, no, you are in turned up. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I feel you. And just so happened you picked up that, that energy from them saying, yeah. oh, okay. Well, it's cool. I, I I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing. It works and they're going to talk about it, at least they're talking, right? So it's like, okay, we're going to get mentioned anyway. Let me go ahead and just take that that, um, that conversation. So are you originally from Atlanta? Are you a peach?
1: Yeah, I was actually born in D.C., um, but moved here. I've been here since first or second grade, so I would like to say I'm officially a peach. Yeah, no, definitely.
0: Um, You grew here. You were just born up there. But, yeah, I rock with D.C. I have family from D.C., so shout out to my D.C. listeners. Yes. Okay, so that's what's up. Now, you mentioned networking, and it was a space where you brought the young generation or those who um, aspired to be in certain industries um, together. Right. How important is networking? Oh,
1: my gosh, so important. Um, honestly, for me, with starting, even when it was just, let's say, an idea of, as a clothing brand, I was still... I knew the importance of, like, me having to be in those rooms and whatever room that looked like for any, you know, uh, any of your networks. But I knew the importance of being in a room and, like, selling yourself and selling your brand. I knew the importance of that. And I don't think, per se, a lot of my generation knows that. One, because we're so heavily influenced by just social media. Like, there's no need to promote in person when you can just promote or put up an ad on like Facebook and get 3,000 views. And so I knew with my, I realized with my generation, like, we literally don't have the best communication skills. And so I really wanted to take the interaction um, with us specifically online to offline and show that there is power within us. Like, physically coming together, physically sitting in one room, physically having conversations and what that looks like and how that could grow. Um, And of course, living in a city like Atlanta, there's a hundred really networking events well before COVID. (laughs) There's a hundred networking events going on like every single day, Monday through Sunday. Um, And it can get overwhelming. And so I, I wanted to create a safe space and we always kept it intimate. We would do things like, you know, no more than 20 people at an event, just so you're making sure you're really getting real life, you know, interactions with people. And we just wanted to stress the importance of that.
0: Okay. And I, I like that you kept it, you, you like to keep it intimate because yeah, um, I, I feel as though like when I... I'm a Scorpio again. Guys, you know how I rep my sign. Yeah, I rep it like it's a gang. It, I'm sorry. Yeah, every day. <laughs> I always got to mention it. So if anybody's like, girl, again, yes, again. So <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I feel as though like as a Scorpio. It's sort of like, I'm a very like, let's, let's get to it. If I'm coming out to network, that's what I intend to do. I want to have some business right. cards. I want to have some names. And um, I moved here from New York. So the I'm from Rochester, which is upstate, but I lived downstate before I came to Atlanta. And so networking in New York City is different. Um, The events were different. Now I have to say it prior to social media. I'm not sure how it is now because I I don't stay up there. That's not my area. So now when I go to networking events here in Atlanta— it would be so much like just social media, random people. It's and so I just be, yeah. And I'm just looking like, well, who, who, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I sold on the gram. And I'm just like, well, girl, I, I need mm-hmm. cards. Like we have to connect. Like I'm over yeah. it. People want to come for a uh, celebrity status or take pictures and all of this stuff. And I'm I'm not really into that. I want to get. I want right. to connect with people and grow. So I know you do stuff for the the new, <laughs> the younger folks. Do you have anything for the OGs, the O-heads,
1: Milan? Um, pretty much the same thing. Like I honestly <laughs> love, like even how you use your platform to connect with the younger generation. I found that um, going back to the topic about like, the old and in old Atlanta and new Atlanta okay. there'll be situations where like I will have pop-up shops, and people like people will be like oh well like I'm from the old Atlanta and then we'll just kind of like brush off the whole brand in itself and I think just you being open is like the first step and the most important step to like not boxing yourself in of who you're actually connecting with and like who you're actually doing business with because you know all the brands and like we're like everybody's just different like you guys have skills and knowledge that we don't and we're looking to learn and vice versa from us um so I think that just be open and you know connect like connect the dot between everybody
0: okay so that's good that you are open to um, having those that's not typically in your target market age range you right. may have a few but not too much you are not gonna say hey um you know my 30 year olds know I wanna well what's your what's your cutoff as far as your age?
1: I don't really have a what as far as the brand?
0: Well, yeah, your target market. Like what what's the age group?
1: Oh, I would say definitely like our target market is roughly like twenty or as far as now. Twenty to probably twenty eight.
0: Okay. So yeah. So definitely. So, um, that's still a good a good age, um, because also everybody's not on the same page age wise so you don't want to have right. it too young right and you don't want to have it you know past the 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 market that you're trying to get to so right. i see here that let me see you created a fun you mentioned covid you hear that we are all affected by it yeah. and guys she was not playing she was like i was like do you want to come into the studio and here she go um at this time I'm still quarantining. I'm still quarantining, man. I'm not coming nowhere. And so I'm like, all right, cool. You we can do that. I'm glad I have that option. And guys, we really need we really need to take it as serious as, you know, everyone else and be on the same page so that we can get back to some type of normal. Um, because right. it is still it's still active and it's real, but people are out living their best lives and doing their thing. But I see that you were passionate about entrepreneurship and you created a fund for, um, other entrepreneurs who may be, um, having financial hardship due to COVID, the Atlanta black entrepreneur emergency relief fund. So what made you come up with that? And, um, how, how does it work and how can someone apply for it?
1: Right. So initially for me, of course, like, like I said, just living, um, in like in Atlanta, we're the number one city for entrepreneurship in general, right along with DC, which I think is really cool. So, during this whole period, and especially for a person like me and, like, I know a fellow, like a lot of my friends and colleagues, we're in a business, more so entertainment, and we're in a business of people. So, when we're going through a pandemic, um, we're the ones mostly affected by it, and so, think of me, like, I'm not able to produce an event. I was like, oh, I don't even know if I have a career anymore. Like, I kept making that joke, but it was honestly, like, for real, and I just knew I had a platform. We transitioned, we had the New Atlanta into a nonprofit roughly about a year and a half ago, um, only because we still wanted to do our events. We just wanted to do it on a more community-based level, and so transition to a non-profit helped us with that, and I thought, it would just be I thought, you know, what more of a perfect time to do something to get back. And so I believe we put we put the fund up for a month. We were able to raise roughly around four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And we were to help we were able to help three um young black business owners, all black women in the city of Atlanta. Um, we provided them a thousand dollars each just to help with, you know, their expenses. Um, any financial hardships. We didn't really box it in. So we did applications. Um, we kept that up for about two to three weeks. And we narrowed it down to, I think, the people who just really submitted the most like information and proof that they needed, um, you know, financial help. Because right. we really wanted to be strategic and of who we just gave money out to, you know, as a corporation. And we were really excited about the women we chose We're still in communications with them they still keep us up to date with their businesses and you can find out all about that on the website as well and the three women um that we donated
0: to okay and the website that's uh we are atlanta we are the
1: new yeah.
0: okay i'm sorry yes the we are the new Atlanta.com. all right and is it still open um to those that need to apply or has it been closed for right now
1: well, that was quarter one, so we're going to, as much as we keep getting funding, or we're thinking about reopening it and in hopes to help other, um, other people and their businesses, but right now we're working solely with the three women and making sure that um, if there's any way else that we could help outside of the funding, that we do that and help secure relationships with them before adding on, you know, anyone else.
0: That makes sense. So I do thank you for that and stepping up and giving back to your community and helping other um, entrepreneurs during this time. So Uh, you mentioned nonprofit. I wanted to get into that. Um, Yes. Is nonprofit like having a nonprofit organization? Is that profitable? Like, how do you make your money in a sense?
1: How do I make my money? So, having a nonprofit organization, as uh, I'm with the, as an executive director, as executive director, excuse me, and you have a board. Okay. Each um, organization has a board, a secretary, executive director, a person who's over finance, communications, whatever is specifically targeted for your brand. And depending on however much money, say you were to raise in a month, you have a choice to say if you did want to do payouts. Everything with a nonprofit is optional. You have a choice to say. Okay, um, we made this much. It's all roughly around percentages. So, say we made this much, how much do we have within a percentage of this to give out to pay the board? And within that, the board agrees equally. Um, so, it can't be a sole decision. Um, even with me being the executive director and the owner, I can't, let's say, pay myself without speaking and agreeing and having everything on paper and having the, my other team members as well agree on that term.
0: Okay, so thank you for shedding light on that because I'm interested in um eventually going into non-profit because I really want to be able yes, to give back to the community. Definitely, I want to be able to give back because I feel as though once you're blessed, you want to bless others and you know continue to right. pass it on. So what's your association with Ari Lennox and Lizzo? Because I love Ari. I was listening to her this morning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, my affiliation, I serve as Ari day to day as well as tour assistant on Lizzo twenty nineteen. Um I think I would leave it for I Love You Too" tour. And so we were on tour for two months, I believe thirty two plus states. Uh around August through October. Oh wow. Twenty
0: nineteen. Yes. Oh wow. So is that something that you're wanting to possibly continue after the COVID and they go back on tour or do you did you just try it out to see if you you know liked it how do you feel about it
1: oh well uh my relationship with Ari still stands like we still love her to death with everything of course going on with COVID and everything like everything's just so up in the air so when showtime and tours and stuff do pick back up that will just probably be a conversation we'll have to have then because Honestly, who
0: knows when that's going to happen. Okay, so you would be open to doing it again, so. Oh, yes, for sure.
1: Yes.
0: And that looks good on the resume. So I'm actually really, really proud of you, Milan. I don't know oh, you personally, you. but just reading up on you and knowing that you're. Um, a black young woman here in Atlanta um, going after your dreams and remaining focused and you're super ambitious so I want you to continue to you know keep that fire under you and if you ever get discouraged or just overwhelmed disconnect for a little while but keep at it because you have something good going on here.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're
0: welcome. So um, I always ask my guests before we close the show just to give my listeners some gems, um, just some words of motivation, and then you can plug anything that you may have, social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, website, whatever.
1: Right. So kind of what you just said, like, I love it how you honestly were just like, if you need to ever disconnect, do that, but then pick yourself back up and keep going. I feel like during these times, it okay i think everybody's like it's okay to disconnect sometimes i don't think prior um before covid that that was even like a conversation in some people's lives of like disconnecting and getting your mental state right or just spending more time with your family so i would advise everybody to just do that right now um and take pride in that and enjoy this enjoy this space the you know as much positivity as we could find through it i think we should um, but yes, please, I want everybody to stay connected with me. My social media Instagram handle is Milana Mommy and my L-A-N-A-M-A-N-I. Um, that's where I'm most heaviest so on is probably Instagram. And you can get in contact with me via email, Milan at the new Atlanta. And you can find more information about the release fund or just upcoming events that we will have soon, hopefully, um, on the the com.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much. I want you to um, stay safe, stay focused, and um, I'll definitely be in touch with you uh, because I I would like to um, learn more and just, you know, see you grow, continue to grow.
1: I my right. number just call me
0: <laughs> thank you Scorpio no problem. thank you you're welcome so no guys we're gonna wrap Bye. out this show my name is Candy Hustle that was Milan Amon and we are out thank you for tuning in to Dope Chick the Ambition Podcast Mwah. Yeah.